Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. My Undertaker. Well, I've got. My, I can't do him. My Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, look, I I using like, a bottle of water like yeah, it's an urn. I sound like one of the pigs out of the raccoons. Yeah. will sneer. <laughs> I remember those. That's good. Mm. I, I wish I could remember the theme tune for that. Uh, Run All with us. Mm. You got everything you right. Actually, that, that was the uh, passion outro. in your eyes. Galaxy high. Shut up, Jim! <laughs> You're ruining it for everybody. The intro is, all is quiet in the evergreen forest. That is until Bert Raccoon wakes up and there's like, fucking, he comes on the stairs and he's got a gun. <laughs> Operation, Operation U tree knocking at the door. <laughs> I'm still working on the Nick Hewer impression. Mm. Oh, yeah. And that's where we'll begin and the show. Craft. And Drake. <laughs> that's Defenders of the Earth. Yeah. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Defenders. To be fair, Master gonna... of magic, spells and, and illusion. Enemies crumble with fear and confusion. Mandrake. <laughs> <laughs> Would uh, Nick Hewer could play Mandrake. Who? Nick Hewer. Who's Nick Hewer? Tenuous Stop a... engineering it so you can do He's the impression. On Who's the Nick Apprentice. <laughs> I've never watched Sit The Apprentice. to the left hand. He doesn't stop Alan like that. <laughs> it doesn't talk like that. You sound like fucking David Attenborough. Oh, yeah. well, what's wrong with that then? Is he the fellow bright. giving the um, countdown gig? Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. Right, okay. Did you go yeah. for that? <laughs> it sounds exactly like him. <laughs> <laughs> who knows who Nick Hewer is? Say you do then. Where's the music you can
Let's get personal, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. My undertaker. <laughs> Stop doing Paul Bearer. <laughs> All right. And the man who snorted during my opening link is Pete Donaldson. Did I snort? You did something well, that I was upsetting. To, well, I, don't, I did. did. I think I just something my happened between you two. Well, well, very tetchy with each other today. Yeah. I think Pete was being encouraging, Marcus. Was he? Yeah. That was an encouraging noise. <laughs> Do you I want know. another encouraging sign from yeah. my hands? Oh, that's oh, a swear. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway, the Borussia Dortmund fans' Christmas party. Some of Which the... every team has, isn't it? A fans' Christmas party. Not yeah. a Borussia Dortmund fan. <laughs> Very strange. As far as I know, it's just Borussia Dortmund and Lee Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, some of the players, the, te- the team's players, went behind the bar and pulled pints for the Dortmund faithful. A way of saying thanks for their wonderful support, especially in a time of Put trial. For it. Was, this, was this not um, part? Partly to do with the fact that they've been so rubbish that they wanted to give something back to the fans. Just what I said, bruv. Okay, right. Yeah. Just confirming that. Um, well, Just who? Getting hammered before a game to make it better. <laughs> I don't think it was before the game. Well, we don't know that it isn't. Mm. Mm. I think we do, if you read the article. <laughs> well, I haven't. Well, so, if, we'll answer. Get on with it. Jesus Christ. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Um, this touchscreen is malfunctioning left, right and centre. I'd like to ask a question. Who, from the world of football, do you think would make a good barman... Or maybe landlord, a, a pubby person, Jim. I'm going to go for Justin Fashion. No, um, <laughs> I, I, I think listeners of last week will yeah. uh, get that. Yeah, I, I think the player I'm going to talk about, I, I would nominate them as as a, as a landlord, and it's someone. Actually, I think we've probably neglected a lot on this show, given the um, quite ridiculous things that happened during this man's career. He's a man mm. who I know would be excellent um, as a pub landlord because at one point he actually was a pub landlord, and that is, of course, Julian Dix. Oh, oh no, yeah, I was go for him. Yeah, were you? Oh, yeah. sorry, mate. That's a great oh, answer. Mind. Yeah, I mean, he ran a pub for a bit, didn't he? And also, mm. he was um, he tried to be a professional golfer, but realised he couldn't because uh, he didn't think he had the, the ability to actually win tournaments and he would get so frustrated he would often smash up his clubs. <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't think I could smash a golf club. That, that would take me a long time. You'd have to smash something else with a golf club. Are yeah, you sure that... you've, you've got that right? Because that really doesn't sound like Julian Dix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain. I, mean, I, yeah. don't, I don't think... I Maybe mean, he attempted right. football and didn't win a lot as a footballer. Yeah. So. Oh, he was a good player. Dude. He, he was. He, d- he didn't win anything as a footballer, though. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he won't attempt anything unless he won the hearts and minds of a lot of West Ham United. He, he won the kneecaps of a lot of people as well. He did. <laughs> Do you remember they? I think they they broke Where's their transfer record, didn't they? And brought a, was it Simon Webster perhaps into the club, and um, Julian Dix broke his leg in the first training session. Top was man. never the same since. <laughs> Julian Dix collects um, kneecaps and puts <laughs> them in the shrine like the alien did in, in, uh, in yeah. Predator. Yeah, it, it was always good. Wears to see ears around his. Is a, is oh, like a, a universal necklace. soldier. Yeah, nothing's going around that neck. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was always good to see a Julian Dix penalty, though. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. absolutely yeah. superb penalty. He would larrup them. Yeah. Yeah. He scored a lot of goals for West Ham as well. And but mm. you know, he actually was a pub landlord, and he'd be a good pub landlord because you know there wouldn't be trouble. And he was a the, bit... the, He'd be the hardest man there all the time. He even looked like a pub landlord while he played. Yeah, and the pub landlord Al Murray, obviously. Shit. Very much modelled his character on Jimmy. <laughs> I heard, I heard that he never. That if, if someone went into the pub and um, talked to him about football, he wouldn't want, he wouldn't have any of it, and he'd kick really? them out. He'd go, "I'm not talking about football." I'm about, literally, you kick to, them out of the talk pub. About, if you want to talk about pub, fine. If you want to talk about football, get out. Yeah, what I'll do you smash think of my the golf clubs? Yeah, over you. What do you think of the football on in it's the a, pub? It's a depressingly <laughs> prescriptive pub. Yeah. Right. Well, you can only talk about pub. Well, you're in the pub. Yeah. I know. I know. Can we talk about darts? No. I've got a fairly good authority <laughs> that David Howells, ex-Spurs, mm. is somewhat of a, a, a barfly uh, pub pub bore now. Really? Right, gives okay. like his really loud football opinions from the footballs on the telly in his local pub. Does he? And if people, um, he's on the right. 
Yeah, people ask him what what he's doing. He just says, "Oh, well, 284 appearances for Spurs or whatever." And uh, people then shut up. Mm. Yeah. So take him to Julian Dix's pub. Yeah. Sit back and just wait for the fireworks. Watch the fireworks, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't no. think he's. I think he manages West Ham ladies now, so I don't know if he still runs his pub. He probably smashed it up. <laughs> if he, if he I don't think I've got what it takes to win this pub. <laughs> I'm going to punch this building down to the ground. Yeah. I wonder how long it would take Julian Dix to punch a building to it the ground. Would, I'd would, love to see. I know that. what you're going to say. It'd be like one of those bonus rounds of street yeah, fighting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know what? Julian Dix would be an excellent new addition to the street fighting. With lineup. that left foot, though, I think it would take. Yeah. Seconds. He'd be yeah. left with Julian Bricks. Wow. <laughs> oh, there you go. Julian Dix would kick your fucking heart out. Uh, Luke, who are you going for? <laughs> um, I've gone for a slightly different flavour. Oh, yeah? Um, I thought I would pump for David Luiz. <laughs> yeah. David Luiz. I thought you'd say that. Uh, because Very different kind of bar. <laughs> because he looks a bit like Angie Watts from EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> One for the teenagers listeners about <laughs> Look it up on the internet. Google that. Angie Watts, EastEnders. Wow, Google are going to be like, their yeah. analytics are going to be going mental. <laughs> they get enough Why is this weird Angie, Angie Watts yeah. spike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get enough business. Yeah. What's happening? Should we buy up AngieWatts.com? Other search engines are available. Besides, David Lewis is around. He can he can knock about all different parts of the pub at 100 mile an hour doing lots of different types of jobs mm, that he's yeah. not really supposed yeah. to be doing. Uh-huh. Ideal for a pub landlord, That's I think. That's true. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be able to put out the fires he himself creates. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. yeah, and also, you know, I'm imagining sort of a cocktail bar, really, just based on literally everything about him. It would yeah. be certainly like a sort of samba bar with like yeah. a lot of people dancing on the bar and on the tables and stuff like that. Yeah, That's absolutely. A good idea. Yeah, no, I think I think it's a, the more I think about, it, the more it actually sounds like quite a good pub. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Pete, Mike Ashley, <laughs> pints like served from drip trays, and and it'd still be full. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> Just if you like it, you can fucking lump it, mate. Yeah. yeah. What would it be called? The Sports Direct? Sports Direct pub, pub yeah. yeah. Sports yeah. Direct Arms. Wouldn't Shearer's be- Sports <laughs> yeah, Direct. Wouldn't be called Shearer's. That's the yeah, best Sports out, Direct clear. head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Mm. i got a few. I mean, obviously, Roger Johnson. Yeah, it's that. Well, yeah. He'd go out well, of business. Though, yeah, he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's constantly having lock-ins. Yeah. Come on, it's eight in the evening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought a big Walter and Archie Knox. Oh, that'd be great, yeah. Because there would be no violence. No. You'd be straight out of the pub. Sir Alex Ferguson used to run a pub back in the day, didn't he? Really? No, did he? He did. He used to run a pub when he was a manager of... No, he was was towards the end of his playing days, when he was just starting as a manager, and he was combining the jobs. And it was quite a rough rough boozer as well. Just imagine that. Hmm. Imagine that now. Gary Monk just runs a pub as well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's a bit different, Mental. though. It's a bit different. It wasn't in the. He was managing the Premier League. No, even so. Yeah, it's amazing. It was, it, it was quite, it was quite an interesting part of his autobiography. All oh, right, it's okay. in the first one, not the second, not the second one to my knowledge. Yeah, okay, I, th- I think Chris Camaro would be quite a nice. He'd be a, really, a landlord, really jovial character. Yeah, he'd be, yeah. He'd be, the pub yeah. would be a bit shit though. Yeah, yeah. The, like the your police, food would be late and yeah. a bit rubbish. Oh, and you, yeah, the, the police would come round. <laughs> the police would come round and go, "Why are there a lot of teenagers in this pub?" And you go, "I didn't see them." <laughs> yeah. I don't know, is there jail? <laughs> <laughs> missed that. Must have missed that policeman. Yeah. Well, where are you going to prison then? Because yeah. you just where's uh, your license? Twelve year olds. You <laughs> what license? <laughs> but I'm Chris Kamara. Yeah. <laughs> I'm above the law. <laughs> I thought Roy Hodgson might be quite nice in a sort of whiskey, serving at a whiskey bar. It's the kind of guy you would maybe share your problems with, you know? Yeah. Quite late, and then he probably share his. Um, uh, but I'm going to go for Tony Polster. All right, okay. okay. Nicknamed Twin Pack Polster. Yeah, the the Austrian striker, of course, That's with the mullet. He scored a lot of doubles in games. So when he's in, when yeah. he's serving, it's two for one. Oh, nice, nice. Like that. Happy hour. Measures. Every hour is happy hour at Polsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've got the point. First mention of Polster for a while. It is a little mm. bit. Well, he is a retired Austrian footballer. Yeah, yeah true. You know. Speaking <laughs> of retired retired European footballers of that era, yes. Um, have you seen the latest pictures that come out of Thomas Brolin? 
No, 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 I haven't. He is the size of a fucking house. <laughs> I bet he is. I'm he picturing basically was... the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, yeah, but with is. just his face. But he, he was, is, I saw him, I think I saw him play for Palace once upon a time. And he, he didn't look too sharp then. And uh, and then he ended up in goal for a Swedish like, amateur what, size or something. Wasn't he also a vacuum cleaner at Osmond at one point? Sub- well? Supposedly. Yeah. But this is a guy who played for Palmer and yeah. it was it was an excellent... And that was when yeah. Palmer were quite a force. He did a base little kick in an Adios advert, I remember. Yeah, he yeah. did. You're right Solid there. Solid international Scored a superb well. goal against England yeah. when Sweden, I think, got the semi-finals and they yeah. hosted the Euro 92. He was a great player. Yeah. He was. There we are. Thomas Brolin. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. But Tony Poulter's uh, in the Dean Medis Hall of Fame. So go on the website and have a look at it. Uh, that. Uh, Premier League time. Oh, no. Pete Donaldson's gutted. Yeah. Because not only did Pardew's men beat Mourinho's men, they, they knocked away that unbeaten record. Incredible. Incredible. I, did, I, did, it away. I didn't realise this, Jim. Apparently, there's a thing with some Arsenal fans that any time that the, the, the team who have who go on the longest unbeaten run in the Premier League, when they lose that, that that becomes Invincibles Day. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you one of oh, them? No, I'm not. Thank That's goodness for that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. to, Invi- the term Invincibles, as well, it should be pointed out, was sort of put onto the team by the press. Yeah. I hate it when people kind of like trumpet that as if it's something well, that, Arsenal that, themselves have, That's have like called themselves. England's golden generation. Yeah, yeah I think it was Adam Crozier or one of the FA guys. Let's but, talk about the little messiahs. Yeah, yeah let's. Can we? Well, you you say, don't say your head. I'm sure it matters at you lot. Why? You're better than the, peop- the 54 people who tweeted me on Saturday. Can I just say, I was the one tweeting from the Rambler account all the Pictures of Pardew doing the thumbs up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two oh. people tweeted me to check I was okay over the weekend, which was nice. Pete, Newcastle, back to winning way straight away. Pardew, um, his Newcastle side have beaten Jose Mourinho's side. It's a fantastic result. It was a and fantastic you've got to be very happy with that. Display. I've was. never not been happy when Newcastle United win. Really? Sorry, tell your face then, but- mate. <laughs> <laughs> What can I say? Do you know what, I mean, I can explain precisely what a problem I have with Pardew, or we can just say it was a fine result. Uh, some fantastic last uh, gasp challenges from Stephen Taylor, one of which I'm sent off. Yep. I, vote, I vote for the first one. Yeah. <laughs> we could do oh, both. Yeah, fell off then. Got no, plenty of You're time. so angry, your headphones have just come off your head. I I'm think. Not ang- I'm not angry, I'm just, I'm just under siege. Calm down. I think, <laughs> I think that Newcastle fans like you, Mr. Donaldson, are in a special kind of purgatory at the moment. All right. You know which way to turn. Yeah. You've got the angel on one shoulder. That's Pards. It's the, it's the angel the angel of the north as well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Pardew with a proper cat that's just eating the canary yeah. kind of grin. Rusty <laughs> old Pardew, angel of the north. You've got a devil on the other side. Fat's that's like Pards. <laughs> oh dear. What a win, though. Genuinely, yeah, what a win. Yeah, it was superb. And there's that strange stat that Mourinho has never won at St. James's Park. And, um, yeah. He always has a stinker. And he does. They, and strange, they blame the ball it? boys. Oh, yeah. that was if brilliant. you're going to blame any of the Newcastle staff, blame Papa Cissé. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Blaming the ball boys. I mean, no, no so one's. Good. But, you know, he's played the press like a fiddle once again. He's, yeah. uh, nobody's talking about his, the deficiencies <laughs> in his side, the fact that they couldn't hit a ball yep. on target and stuff. Yep. I can't yeah. remember them having. Apart from Annick's uh, punch, which is, you know, he punched a couple of times. I don't think they had that many shots the on target. Keeper made a yeah, good save, yeah. didn't he? he did. I think his feet were. I think his, oh, sorry, his feet, I think his feet were at fault for the opening goal. But still, it was. Um, enough, it was. Yeah. Jack Colback was superb as well. He, he really bossed that midfield. It was like blue. interesting how much Chelsea missed Matic because mm. it makes you understand that if they do have um, an important part of their first team set up missing, then they, they, they maybe become you know vulnerable. So it would be interesting to see how they cope with the loss of different players down the line. That's an interesting point, Jim. Their spine's really important. I mean, like, yeah. They've had like, Terry and Jack and Cahill together 
all season essentially and Courtois of course if he goes um, for injury or suspension or whatever and they've got Czech to come in I guess but Matic and then um, Costa very mm-hmm. important yeah. I mean because although Remy's a good player of course Drogba stepped up and scored at the weekend but Remy's a good backup striker but I wouldn't say you'd rest a title challenge on his shoulders as a no, striker so it's very important that they keep that stop spine together mm. yeah. saying that though I mean Remy's a great player for rotation isn't he because he's very very sharp as you say mm. but I mean it's interesting looking at the difference between Mikel and who's been at Chelsea for a long time and Matic and it's streets apart definitely Matic mm. is a superb player he really mm. is. But, you're, but you're right Pete when you say that <laughs> Mourinho masks all this and talk of as Jim says if an important player is missing they maybe don't have um, the, the the biggest squad or, or, or specific player mm. and uh, Mourinho just talk, talks about the ball boys and that's what, where the, all the but the press the pressure's full for every single of time of course they yeah. do it's funny though because he was actually quite you know it's quite, canny quite thing humble to say on match of the day mm. and then whoever he was giving all those quotes to obviously he just let fly at the ball boys and <laughs> like, the, the people <laughs> to, like, He's a, sore, he's a very sore loser. I did, I did like watch the day that uh, basically um, Alan Shearer and Rude Hullet next to each other famously yeah, don't get on. That's and, right. And Gary Lucas opens the whole thing by going, so you guys uh, famously both managed at Newcastle. Not as well as Alan Pardew, though. Yeah, that, I know. I, that, that, I was amazed that, I was by like, that. I was like, do you, this is live, Gary. This yeah. is live. Yeah. I love that. Because Jesus. Gary Lineker can do whatever he likes, can't he? He's one of the few people in football who can do whatever he wants. But is that not quite nice to see a little bit of spice on Match of the Day? Yeah. I, I think it's very I came out of nowhere. Didn't, didn't Rude Hood famously drop Shearer for the derby? Yeah. And then he essentially cost no, him his job, job yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, it was certainly interesting. I mean, because Lineker's pipes out. He's, he's a lot more controversial on Twitter than he is on Match of the Day. He is. Yeah. He's got some pretty forthright opinions, most of which I have to say I agree with. Generally. We'd like to see Lineker as a pundit, wouldn't we? Yeah. He's and, certainly quite forthright. And maybe me in the chair. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, no, we would like to see Lineker as a, he's, I think he's a very good presenter But as you say on Twitter And one or two other bits and pieces That he does where he gives his opinions You think, oh, I'd love to hear what he's got to say yeah. On this, that and the other he yeah. should be, I think he should be part of some sort of um, I mean, he might be as far as I know he, Should they rotate them? Yeah, No, but I was going <laughs> to say He should be some part of some sort of uh, Task force looking at the England England setup because he's yeah. pretty well experienced. He's got some firm opinions and, and they look to be quite sensible ones. And he's been around the block a few times. He, mm. he seems to know his onions. And let's also not forget that he's he knows a, his cheese and onions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's also played overseas as well with some degree of success. So mm. I mean, he'd be a def, definitely be an asset to, to, the, to the setup. Yeah, but back at St James's Park, Marina said there should have been twenty minutes of injury time. There was only six. Well, so well, I mean, well, still with six. Have you ever seen that happen? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry about it then. Yeah, yeah. Six is a fair <laughs> number. It's so interesting. What happens? Seldom a, do you get six. Did you make a decent point? Because um, I listened to that game on the radio. Was it the early game on Saturday? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I listened to it on the radio. And afterwards, the guy um, who was reporting from there was saying that um, it was really refreshing to hear both Pardew and Mourinho be very complimentary about the referee. Yeah. And Mourinho then, sarcastically. Uh, yeah, perhaps. he did it sarcastically. So, I was going to say yeah. that, cause yeah. the, but the, 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 the radio reports didn't pick up on that. He was just like, oh, yeah, he was really complimentary. <laughs> Clearly, Mourinho was taking the piss, right? Well, yeah, whenever yeah, Mourinho massively. compliments anybody, it's taking the piss. Yeah. Yeah. And he does it in such an obvious way. Well, he just double speaks his way around getting fined. It's very clever. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how annoying it would be if, like, we had to. We said something someone didn't like on this podcast, and it cost us like two hundred quid. Yeah, but imagine. I talk around it. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if Mourinho actually got fined by the FA for or the Premier League for sarcasm. It'd be, be the most English thing to <laughs> ever happen. Be amazing. <laughs> that's how that's how highly developed people's sense of sarcasm is in this country. People get fined for it. Yeah, yeah. the lowest form of it, the highest form of fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you mentioned Stephen Taylor getting sent off. That was ridiculous, wasn't it? What a he foul. Just, just, it, there's a lot of that in his locker. To be fair, he's got a pretty good hit rate of last gasp challenges. He's a bit John yeah. Terry in that sense. That was... That was uh, the legendary just, platoon one where it hit his arm. Oh, that was, like, yeah. was that the same game where Dyer and Bowyer punched each other? 
I, don't I think, think it so. might have been. Well, that would have been too much, maybe. wouldn't it? That would have been too much. That would we wouldn't have been talking about one over the other, would we? That would have been <laughs> no. the Premier League. Really. Same game. The Premier League would have been completed. <laughs> so, Pete, what did you do after you saw Newcastle had won? What do you mean? What, what did I do? I'm just interested. What do you mean? What do you I, I, do? Went, I went. That's a really good result. I'm really pleased that happened. Why are you being so defensive about? <laughs> And just ask hey, if 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 Pardew has a good result, what do you do with your voodoo doll? Do you do a nice thing to it, or do you just leave it? I give it a little kiss and a punch of the testes. <laughs> Which one first? Yeah. <laughs> Don't get mixed up. No, certainly not. You know, I, you know, I appreciate all the tweets every Saturday, and no, keep them coming. I was oh, anything, yeah, if anything, let's have any, more of those. If you've I not say, thought to tweet Pete about it, just get involved. Yeah. Anything I say uh, is is not going to increase or decrease them, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Does yeah. It? No. What is, I think you certainly the, can e- increase them. Yeah, <laughs> slag the listeners off a bit. Do a Nigel Pearson. Talk about that in a minute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Would you rather have Pearson on, on the reins at Newcastle? All I'm saying is, we'd be in a much better position if it wasn't ten defeats in fourteen at the start of the season. That's all I'm saying. Oh. That's all I'm saying, people. Yeah, Pompey lost a lot of games back in 2007. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Who cares? Come on. Now, what I um, the, what the best thing was, I'm sure all agree, is, is now Chelsea. They're unbeaten. Run. It's a good, <clears throat> I actually think it's quite a good thing for Chelsea. Yes, I think it's it's um, because I mean it was ridiculous. I think it was a Telegraph after the midweek games last week published a headline saying "Invincibles" like in, yeah. at the beginning of you December. Don't want that, it's, well, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely it's terrible journalism. Really, really, really bad. And uh, the good thing for Chelsea's point of view, and Mourinho <clears> will probably be saying this to the players, is it's just a monkey off their back now. Is it just crack on with the yeah. season. Mm. They want to win the title. Those players won't care about the unbeaten thing that much. They'll just want to win the title. And so it's, it's actually could be quite a good thing for them that it's come early on. It's also good for the league in general because City are just three points behind them now and a lot of people have been talking about City stumbling start which they had last season anyway and, and they won an the amazing league, run, so, they? Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes it a bit more interesting out there at the top do you know who the only team in British football league professional football the Gorky boys the magnificent Gorky boys (laughs) the only team unbeaten in the league the professional leagues throughout this magnificent island of ours yeah and it's it's the Gorky boys yeah Hearts so well uh, well done Hearts thought I'd get that in there Mm. Uh, well done Pards Hearts (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, yeah so brilliant win for for, for Newcastle United Manchester City capitalised with a slender win um, mm. As Jim said, they moved three points behind Chelsea. Shout out to everyone who had Aguero as their fantasy football captain. Yeah. yeah. One minute in, goes down. That was me. Yeah, me. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> um, it's I'm December. Pretty well, Why is actually? anyone still doing their matches? I'm, I'm trying yeah, to take it. People have lost interest. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to take it seriously this league. season. I'm doing all right. So am I. I'm, I'm, I'm doing terrible, but I'm taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Jack Elka. Was that a pen on James Milner? I thought it probably was a pen. It's you a think? funny one, isn't it? Because, I mean... <sighs> Two honest English players, Jim. No, but mm. the law says... The laws say... <laughs> any, any, it basically talks about the laws for a foul. And it's, it, all it says about penalties is, to my knowledge, if any of those incidents happen in the penalty area, a penalty will be awarded. If, you, if yeah. that, I, I always say this, and I don't know if people agree with me or not, but if that happens on the halfway line, is that a foul? Mm. All day. All day it's a foul. I don't know, though, is it? I mean, you'd, certainly some referees I don't think would give that on the half, halfway line. It's because it was very much a coming together. It, it, I mean, look at Milner's reaction as the way he gets up. Almost to... You know, the pundits on the match today, I think, put it quite well. It's like he wanted to avoid getting booked for diving. So he wanted to carry on. I, I don't know. It's for me, that's a foul. It's a really interesting one. Well, what do you two think? I thought, I thought it was a foul at first glance and then I looked at it again and thought it's a foul did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then I'm the third one and then the fourth one I'm not sure and I'm mm. glad I didn't have to decide mm. yeah uh, I mean speaking of honest Englishman Ross Barkley 
What was that one? He, yeah. he was booked for diving. And no, he yeah, had a sorry, shocking yeah. dive the other week. Connor Wickham did one this weekend yeah. as well. It's like, come on, boys. Yeah. Barkley's got to be careful there because, I yeah. mean, this is twice in a couple of weeks. He's going to start getting a reputation soon. Mm. You well, don't want that. We've seen it player. with someone like Ashley Young as well. Yeah, and Gareth Bale as well, which I, th- I believe he might oh, have yeah. shrugged off by now, but I mean, we don't see him as close now. But, you know, he's well like a defender. Take a, take, a, take a leaf out of Aguero's book. He never dives. Mm. Never. Never did. Even, even when he though, so that's injured now. Yeah, and even when he did get fouled, he was called up for diving. Yeah, when he got injured, he probably should have dived out of the way when they got injured. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a lesson to the everybody. Jokes on him. Mm. So um, Mangala is making me think I could probably play for Porto. <laughs> should <laughs> should else? should that have been a foul when he fly kicked Etu? It should in have the been a spine. <laughs> yeah, I reckon so. <laughs> yeah. At the base of his spine. What is he playing? When he when he put it's perform- not really football, is it? When it he performed surgery on his spinal column with his foot. <laughs> yes, it should be. That's, it's a red. It's a red all day. It's outrageous, isn't yeah. it? What is he trying to do at he's the moment? He's trying to dislodge a vertebrae yeah. in the spine. Does he know he's a professional footballer? <laughs> he just looks so off the pace he at the really moment, doesn't does. he? Really does. It's going to be. I mean, obviously, yeah. Dima Chalice must be thinking, "Come on, yeah, what have uh, I got to do? I helped you win the league. Yeah, I've so got my hair cut." Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Aguero being out for it looks like it's going to be a month now, according to today's mm. newspapers. Um, that's a blow for for City. Clearly, good news for Jack. Um, it is, but obviously, he wasn't rest, was he? Because of the game, they've got midweek against yeah. London. But although he came on late, which meant we got a sub for a sub. Oh, did he come? I yeah. didn't see that. Did he, he? came okay, on right. very late for uh, Pozzo, is it? The yeah, young yep. Spanish striker. I imagine. I imagine Jeko and, and Jovetic will. Well, one or the other, or both, will play against Roma, of course. But the uh, the big concern, and I think we've mentioned this before this season, is the fact that they can't find anyone to play consistently with company. Mm. And so, for some reason, Pellegrini doesn't want to play Dimi Hayes. He wants to play Mangala. But it was really odd. I'm not sure if you guys remember how Mangala was brought into the team because. For his debut, which he actually played pretty well. He's a lot of money. Yeah, he was yeah. a lot of money. Maybe that's part of it. His, his uh. debut played really well. I think it was his debut. His debut was second game he played really well. And I think his second game was against Hull and they had a shocker. Anyway, the first game he played, he played well. And But the, the day before in the press conference, Pellegrini said he was oh, something weird, like he was nowhere near ready for the Premier League yet. Mm. Then he picks him anyway. And they played okay, and, then he, and ever since he's not been very good, he's been sort of inconsistent at best. But um, that's a real concern, because if one thing that Chelsea have got is uh, two really reliable, solid centre-backs who play just about every minute together, yeah. and that's obviously a real bonus for... Um, and they're also playing in front of a really good keeper, which is a real bonus when you're going for a title, you know. Mm. Chelsea... Uh, sorry, not Chelsea. City, I'll tell you, could actually do a hell of a lot worse than putting uh, Bakary Sanya in there, because he was, it was an absolute lion for Arsenal when he was called upon to play in the centre-back. He actually put... A, sort of fairly decent run of games together in that position and if they genuinely can't get that, one of those partnerships to work it might point. be an option I forgot he was the history perfect the option. irony of <laughs> yeah. not being able to find someone to play with company oh, oh. <laughs> you're spot on you get fine for that sort of irony call the show a uh, bad company if you want yeah okay yeah. or just I'll make forget. your own decision yeah. <laughs> it's very much your choice isn't it you'll do that my edit get off big <laughs> choices but anyway Eto's an elderly gentleman he should be getting kicked in the back <laughs> no he shouldn't no, leave the spines of the elderly <laughs> alone yeah well no he deserves much more respect fine yeah. player Fernando was lucky as well boot to the face apparently yeah. that's not a high boot yeah well it depends how low his head was that's yeah, the problem. It wasn't very low, was it? That's the <laughs> no, but I just uh, to pick it up a general yeah, yeah. point. But yes, I, I take your specific point, Jim. Um, uh, what about uh, West Ham United? Hey, absolutely three flying. one. Big Andy Carroll taking care of them businesses. Mm. Yeah, he was fantastic. He, he, he didn't deserve the man of the match uh, in the match that I saw against Newcastle. But he certainly, he certainly deserved. Yeah, he deserved mm. three of them. He was Indeed. incredible. I mean, the, I mean, the Hammers are going fantastically well. The third, only six points behind Manchester City. And they have like. 11 points less at this stage of last season or something like that I think it took th- until February to pick up the amount of pretty points pretty sure it's their best Premier League start of all time but if you look at that mm. squad I know we've had a similar discussion to this already but I can 
already f- remember players we missed out of that. Players like Amalfitano and, you know, obviously Sacco and Valencia is the new boys. Carroll, Nolan coming back now. Alex Song in there. Song's been big player. He has been excellent. He's, uh, he's, he's such a good player. Thing. I think what was impressive was I, I mentioned a few months ago that uh, that wasn't impressive. <coughs> I just mentioned something. Yeah, uh, I was impressed. It was going to be interesting to see how Sam Ardice in brought Nolan and Carroll two really big personalities and politically yeah. good players back into that squad and I really liked what they did against Swansea in fact they switched a little bit more to, don't complain West Ham fans I'm not, not calling you a bit out. more direct yeah they did and it, and it really played into their hands and, and Carroll was a real there's handful. nothing wrong with that absolutely not and also it hit Swansea where it hurts because they're probably not that used to playing in that way no. and so it was really effective and it showed a bit of tactical flexibility by Sam Adas who is for all the time we took the mick out of him stuff is quite underrated he's one of the most time. tactically flexible I'd English managers because mm. the amount of times Adas goes go, plays against good quality teams and gets a result yeah. uh, and he, obviously he's like the cat that got the cream afterwards but I mean in many ways he's earned that because but that's he, often his thing isn't it that he's a, he, you know, he said himself that he's more of a reactive manager and that lends itself against big opposition well, so when you playing against poorer sides when perhaps you have to take the game to them it's maybe harder. he's not as, as well, strong there they did, and, and, but, and, but he sorted that out this season he has but they, I was going to say they rode their luck a little bit against Swansea Swansea did look quite dangerous on the break on yeah. the occasion mm. and it possibly could have been a bit closer of course um, it didn't help that, that Swansea had a man sent off mm. and all that other stuff so yeah that just killed it for them Bonnie was fantastic I mean it was 2-1 yeah. at the time with the sending off so yeah, West Ham were in front I mean Bonnie yeah, with, with it, he's having a great season a yeah. lovely mm. what a finish that was he's such a physically powerful player and, and he's yeah. a really instinctive finisher as well well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that goal he scored again. One of the most impressive goals for me he scored this season was City. that goal, goal against Man City, Man City, where he just didn't panic at all. He's yeah. really calm. Actually, on Manchester United, that was I probably thought that was the goal of the month. Actually. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I really, really, loved really annoyed about uh, about losing that match. I think he looked really, really upset. Well, he went a goal ahead. I mean, it's mm. frustrating, I expect, because yeah. you're a striker. You put your team a goal ahead, and then all of a sudden it all goes to complete shit mm. the other end. Yeah, but what, I mean, uh, Sam Allardyce obviously played that diamond, and then he, the, the fullbacks pushed right on, and, and and Jenkinson with a lovely cross. Corporal Jones. That header, yeah, that header. <laughs> Carroll scored the first one yeah, was yeah. glorious. I don't, th- I don't know if Carroll should get the second one because um, oh, it's going in. Yeah, well, but Leon Britton got his head on it and it, he basically headed it in. So if he's no, but, got the opportunity to head it away and then he messes that up, should that not still? <laughs> no, no, no. no it, the, the, the ball's it's going the in. direction the, of the, the original. The law is head, if it. it's on target, they get it. No, I, know, I, I, I do goal. not be a sanger. Carroll's goal. Is it, is it not frustrating as an Arsenal fan to see Jenkinson? Yes. Whatever you're going to say. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. No, Would it you is. Interesting, Alan Pardew. <laughs> Job swap, you if guys. We, if we could just have him, for, if we could have him for Chelsea, just twice a season, then great. Yeah. Would you take Pardew now? No. Or would you take Wenger now? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd been for the swap. I'd, yeah. I'd drive in there myself, as they say. I can't, I can't even drive. <laughs> I'd have a bloody good go. Come on, yeah, team, no, oh. team emblems in a blow. You wouldn't last four hours in the car, Alan Pardew. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't drive him away. Someone else can sort that out. Okay, you drive Wenger. Push him in the tie, I don't yeah. care. He'd just talk about himself, wouldn't he, for four hours? He'd be a very arrogant um, when you When you're king of the car, do, what you do anything. Yeah, change the radio station over. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, what kind of music do you hate? <laughs> um, yeah, no, but Jenkinson is doing very well for West Ham, and it's, it's frustrating song, to him. Song would song, be so good, uh, Yeah, he would be ideal, uh, wouldn't he? Um, but then saying that, we had Song in the midfield before, and it was still weak as fuck, so, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um, uh, I, I, I do. Um, it is great to see Andy Carroll back in there, and I, hopefully he can stay um, injury free. But there is a kind of—I think we mentioned it before.
sure that uh, when when a cross gets put in and and Carol smashes one in with a head, people are oh, yeah, it, it's not you know we'd like to see a bit of build up and all that kind of stuff. But, but it, a goal's a goal, yeah. absolutely, and, and he gets and, a lot of them like that. Yeah, and West Ham are not playing long balls. No. There's a difference no. between a long pass and a long ball. Two crosses. Yeah, but the, th- the, th- the point is that sometimes with that West Ham thing, when people criticise West Ham. Which would of course be wider the mark of the way they're playing at the moment. They talk about they don't talk about crosses into Andy Carroll. They talk about long balls into Andy Carroll and Kevin Nine taking the nod downs. Or yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Which is not really how it went against Swansea anyway. I mean, it, <clears> yeah. But the third came from that. The thing that's interesting about Andy Carroll is for someone who is obviously a good player and he's commanded high transfer fees. And we all know that he's a good football player. And he's played at international level and done okay. But it, it's weird that for a lot of teams and sometimes good teams as well I've seen Andy Carroll play in the flesh on more than one occasion and it's almost like the idea of playing against him yeah. is as bad as playing against yeah. him because mm. people just panic because they see how big and strong he is how mm. good he is in the air and actually you don't get a lot of strikers like that now, around now it's not like you're playing against a Christian Vieira type character every no. week so it can be quite alien to them mm. and, that's a, and that's a real asset for a forward uh, and for West Ham do you remember yeah. when he came on for Liverpool on, in the semi-final tore it up you he, know, he, I mean he probably should have had a second he, he, he was at Absolutely ruthless. He decimated them, and <laughs> they should—they should have—they should have probably come out of that with something that game. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? It's very rare now that you have a player that almost has like a special move. But Carroll's headers are like that because he's—he's he's as tough as any sort of big grizzled centre back. Hmm. Also, to the point where he's a real advantage to West Ham defending corners. Yeah, he is. Yeah, absolutely. He's like just, with Drogba, his pomp. He's yeah. just so good at defending uh, set pieces. Yeah. Well, absolutely. So what well I must and a little mensch for Sacco's goal at the end. Yeah, Ruth nice. The way yeah. the way that, he jinked it past it's his first defenders. game back from injury, isn't it? It's really exciting to see a player scoring that regularly. It'd be interesting to see how he accommodates him and Carroll and, mm. and his, his well, it's good. Well, they were both on the pitch together when Sacco scored. So yeah. it's good competition for places. I think I think that, um, Sacco's finish was lovely because the technique was like he got his knee over the ball as you're supposed to, and, and he's mm. obviously mm. that meant he could strike it as hard as he wanted, and it wouldn't have ballooned over the bar or anything like that. He didn't snatch it or anything. That's that competition for places as well. If I can just jump in, he's mm. Exactly what makes you think West Ham might be able to keep this up? Yeah, you never know. Uh, Fabianski should he have gone? Ah, oh, it's a tough. It's really that's a difficult decision. I think. I think. I don't think the um, the Milner decision was that difficult, but I think that one was quite difficult. The fact is, he did. That, I know that um, Sarko hit the post, but the point is, he could have denied a goal scoring opportunity, and so I can see why the referee did it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Though. But I mean, the sort of the thing is, he impeded him. But if you're going to play the advantage and give the player a chance to make to have a goal scoring opportunity, he doesn't take it. Is it, I mean, can you really yeah, play the advice? Fault, isn't it? To be honest, yeah, I'm not fully aware of the law. But I think, I think, the, I think the point was that um, there's a camera angle waiting to see the referee blow up before. Yeah, uh, oh, okay. so he doesn't actually give him an advantage. I, I didn't you know, know that. Bit. I didn't know that. Mm. Well, now you do. Thanks, mate. It's all right, guys. There we are in it together. Thanks, pards. Thanks, pards. Uh, Thanks, <laughs> QPR, eh? another win. Charlie Austin scored. Yeah. Uh, against his old team, he assisted a goal and got himself sent off. According to the BBC, he's only the fifth player in Premier League history to achieve this. Achieve. Um, <laughs> sort yeah. of an achievement. I Two think. out of three ain't yeah. bad. Busy afternoon. Um, uh, Mark Viduka, Sean Bartlett, Mark Anton Fortune, and Bobby Zamora are the others. I actually, Mark Viduka did that about seven times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, nice to see him celebrating against his old team. Yeah, he's got to do that. I mean, you know, he's. he's, he's um, why wouldn't he do that? I mean, yeah. we should stop pointing this out. People are going to think we're real dicks. Yeah. Well, he's going to get sent off later, I suppose. 
yeah, yeah. Yeah. Make up for it. Yeah. Cooper aren't actually a bad team at home. I remember they they got beat by Liverpool in sort of unfortunate circumstances at Loftus mm. Road. But other than that, they've they've actually done quite well. Well, yeah. they, they, I mean, winning games against Leicester and Burnley big. at home, very big, very big. Yeah, I mean, there's six pointers effectively, aren't they? And Redknapp made the point that it, when he first came to the club, there were all those players there on ridiculous wages that have clearly just there for a payday, and the fans. <laughs> Redknapp would fucking know. <laughs> Absolutely, of course, largely because he brought many of them there. Interestingly um, enough, just. But, I'll go carry on. I'll, I'll do it at the end. Yeah, but <laughs> it's effectively that this team feels more like a, a cohesive unit that the fans can actually get behind and enjoy watching. Mm. Well, that's that's actually an interesting point because I would I wouldn't disagree with that on on the pitch. But the reason that it's no coincidence they're so good at home and so poor away. He, mm. he has no clue how to set up a team to mm. be defensive. Redknapp, he's terrible at that. Uh, he, he's it's boring, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But that's probably genuinely what he thinks. But what I was going to say was, it's interesting to see um, Peter Story, ex uh, Portsmouth chief executive, get a nice cushy <laughs> number out in uh, out in Australia. <laughs> was he that? Was yeah, he got? He's some sort of football consultant for a club out in Australia. Bloody um, hell! Which I think possibly may have come from when he spent a load of his time on Portsmouth's money on holidays in Australia. Sorry. Scouting trips uh, oh, or man. canvassing for a new job, as, uh, as they uh, as, as undoubtedly was actually happening. I genuinely tutted three times there. I've done that for years. Yeah, but uh, to I be feel honest, your pain, man. On the other hand, Peter Story couldn't literally be further away from where I am at the moment, so I'm quite happy about yeah, that. Well, yeah, well, yeah, given well, he could be shot into space. That would be great. I, I think. I think <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I would say to I forget which Australian club it is now, but in the very unlikely event they're listening. What are you doing? Mm. <laughs> it just goes to prove there really is one born every fucking minute. <laughs> the Aaron's Brodrongos, let's yeah. say. <laughs> uh, that, well, that's disrespectful. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no arguments here. Yeah, um, uh, yeah but QBR, they're out the relegation zone. Redknapp said he's looking to spend in the championship. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh God! I think the actual quote was somebody else. Amazing. Yeah. It, was, it was like it was something like, um, "Well, I don't know what they expect me to do: get promoted and then just not spend any money." I mean, you spent loads. Yeah, you bought you, so many does players. Carry on with stuff he's going to get for Sandra in the January January <laughs> yeah, sales. Yeah. Can you imagine? Uh, like, <laughs> he's only just letting him a Black Friday. He's loving it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually I actually saw footage of. Redknapp wrestling his way into an Asda <laughs> and grabbing like, a, grabbing like an Amdi 5 yeah. under his arm fighting other people yeah. off cardboard cut out of Messi yeah. Yeah. Jermaine just... Defoe at the back yeah. <laughs> Jiminy yeah. Cricket Jiminy Cricket oh, did, did uh, Nico Cranjar was he playing up front by the end of that one I didn't see that. It I might be because obviously Austin was probably having a rest. He's probably having a rest. Um, uh, there's a man who's not going to work the channels. Because um, uh, Austin, <laughs> why should he? Yeah, he's earned the right not to. Yeah. Um, Austin's out now for obviously uh, mm. you know to serve his ban for the red card. So mm. Zamora, who uh, I think Zamora did he get a little injury on the weekend? And, and apparently Redknapp said Vargas is uh, he's just had a baby, so he's he, exactly he's on losing sleep. He's on yeah he's he's struggling. Um, Zamora, Get the was, even when Zamora's fit, he can't um, play a full game generally. He's certainly can't play him on the one a week. Well, Vargas, uh, you know, even you know, obviously having a kid is a, is a massive, massive thing. But sure. he's a, he's a decent player. Yeah, it'd be is. a good chance for him to get a proper run in the side as well. It might even work to QPR's advantage for a little bit, just to bed him in a little bit more because he certainly seems to need that. Or get Jermaine Defoe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be that one, yeah. isn't it? Sell that, Freddie Wait, Sears, maybe yeah. all that, all that complicated stuff, or just chuck Defoe sixty grand a week. Yeah, <laughs> all your problems are gone. Yeah. <laughs> all your money. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. There's yeah. your storage problems. Am I right yeah. in thinking that Rio Ferdinand is just not getting in the team ahead of Clint Hill and Richard Dunn? He's down tools. Yeah, he's, no, not, he's not injured, is he? No, he's Clint just Hill, not Clint getting Hill in the play, team. Clint has more of a fullback these days, but they um, they they play um, they play uh, Dunn and uh, someone. Uh, Corker, uh, Corker, Corker, Corker yeah. yeah, ahead of him. Yeah, mm, there, you are. there you go. But that's unbelievable, isn't it? Well, it's, I mean, I, I would, and yet believable. I would, Jim. Say, I would probably say that if you were to challenge Redknapp on that, he would say it's a bit like when United signed Blanc or whatever. He's just there for experience, good for the young players, all right. that sort of stuff. I'm not saying that's the, tra- the case, but well, I mean, also though, when when he, he signed him, they were playing a back three, and uh, was it would it have been Ferdinand sweeping up, and obviously maybe they've changed. And Ferdinand, you know, he's just having a nice time ahead of his retirement. Seeing out, seeing out the week, selling yeah. some hats, selling exactly. some baseball Christmas cap. is around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Clint Hill off. just reminds me of when you interviewed him and all the ideas we had that you wouldn't let us do. Oh yeah, like Clint Hill sees mandrills. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to and the Aston Villa Clint game. Clint Hill shall we? takes pills <laughs> where we're just going to give him different medications every week. And yeah, see what happens. Like, not tell him what they were and just record whatever happened to him. This week, but it no, is Luke con- wouldn't it, let us do it. It is the contraceptive pill, Clint Hill, and and yes, your nipples are tender for good reasons. 
Yeah, that's why Luke didn't want to do it, I think, because he would have been the one... Luke, he's not even listening, he's just on his phone now. <laughs> Luke, he's, he's Luke like genuinely Rio, thought he was going to be friends with Clint Hill. That's what made me laugh. That's what made me laugh about oh. the whole situation. Are you friends with Alan Pardew? Or? <laughs> <laughs> just saying Alan Pardew doesn't work. You need to be more clear. Hello, Clint. Pete's friends with people like Rizzle Kick. He's, he's hung up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Aston Villa 2, Leicester City 1. Better from Villa. Mm. Yeah. That's a pair of brass bollocks from Sky Sports putting that on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, no, neither team are in Europe or anything. Super. Yeah. No, they, I think they just called it Sunday. The day. Yeah. Well, we had this, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Sedated Sunday. Um, Hutton scored his match. foot. Sorry? It was an enjoyable match. It was. Yeah. Called into work at the last moment, and I was pleased there was football on the telly. Damn right, you were. Hutton scored his first league, uh, scored the first league goal, sorry, at the, at the whole 10 since April. Yeah, that's that was, Hutt- that was also Hutton's first goal in all football since 2010, wasn't it? Yeah. Really? But the whole end disappeared for a bit, didn't the it? The whole end deserves more. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly does. It, any end deserves the 12th, more. The 12th man said the banner. <laughs> it's the, the whole end is a legendary stand. It is. Yeah. It really is a legendary stand. Yeah. Collymore, well, football Villa Park itself is a very historic stadium. Collymore said he, he thought the whole end was uh, more, I don't know, raucous or enjoyable yeah. or whatever it was than, mm. than uh, the cop. Pretty sure. went down well. Although perhaps maybe that was a slight dig at Liverpool. He said the opposite when he went to Liverpool. Is that right? <laughs> um, I think when there was terracy, I think I'm right in saying that Hotton was the largest single stand in the UK. Right. I, think. Yeah. I think I'm right in saying that. Yeah, and he has got a clock in the stand somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and we like that. Who's, who hasn't got one? Arsenal? No, not anymore. Flavour, Flav. No, no Arsenal have got one. They took the clock across. Yeah. Oh, of course they did. One. Sorry. Yeah. Get with it, Spelzy. Soz. Uh, you can't really see it though when you're in the no. you're in the box. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, seldom do I look up from my plate. Mm. The new the new genius was scored an absolute beauty. Oh, did, did he, yeah, did great save. Fine margins in it in the Premier League, which he just cannot seem no. to break. <laughs> <Brad> <laughs> so <laughs> often, Brad Guzan is this week's enemy of football. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bad Guzan, as yeah. we once said in the title of a show, when he did something similar. Yeah. <laughs> There you are. That's why. Yeah, it's, that's it's why we're the best. Good because <laughs> <laughs> we repeat the same things over and over again. Because football bloody does. Yeah, uh, it's good to see Benteke back on a similar theme. No, he seems to be among the goals again. I liked Hutton's goal because the way he fa- he found himself in that position and, and the way he he looked round and he was thinking nobody here. I might as well just put it in. Yeah, and he just that yeah. was the, it it's was a nice the, calm finish. Yeah, it was. Benteke would have had a goal if it wasn't for some good saves from Kasper Schmeichel. Yeah, oh, Schmeichel was excellent. Skinny. He looked. Broken by the end of it though, yeah. when they were losing, it just you know is that one of those what more can I do looks. With well, a post-match interview, he's pretty angry. He was saying we can't afford to make mistakes like that. It's mm. ridiculous. So he was he was quite forthright with his opinions. I bet he would be. Um, well, uh, how old you know? So somebody led the ball really really hard at him, and it was like it was it was in the middle of the goal, fair play, and it was a good height from. But it was just like oh, that's gonna hurt his hands. Yeah, but I still stopped yeah. it. Reactions. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a good keeper. I, did, I mean, talking about repeating things, Jim, I loved it when Jamie Redknapp said and uh, a few years ago when. Casper Schmeichel was starting to play they were t- obviously talking about Peter Schmeichel and he went oh well, I think Peter's going to be a real father figure for him but, uh, oh. he's literally a father figure to him. <laughs> no he wouldn't that's one of the few times he wouldn't have said it because it would have made sense yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did like that um, yeah oh Nigel Pearson having a bit of a tough time of, of late did you see that when he mm, there's been beef and there's been a lot of beef yeah um, I mean, one man's going to put you in a Pompey tracksuit it's Nigel Pearson <laughs> <laughs> Well, he turned around, didn't he? It was against. Was it the Liverpool game um, yeah. the other the other week when the fan called him an effing twat, and he turned around and went f off and died. Yeah, basically, yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. pretty but much. I, the thing is, I, I didn't see the. Um, obviously, I wasn't there. I've only seen the short video that's been online, but. I, I don't really know what that fan is expecting. I mean, no. they, Nigel Pearson got Leicester promoted last season. They were top since Boxing Day to the end of the season. Did a fantastic job. Um, he's yeah you know, okay. They're having a bad run of results. They're playing Liverpool in the league. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what do you expect from them? You know, they, they've they've not they've not um 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see that Leicester have completely disgraced themselves. It's not that they're not trying. Yeah. I mean, he's brought a player like Esteban Cambiaso to the club. Yeah. He's got some pretty exciting forward players. Okay, it's not working out for them at the moment, but they're always going to go through runs like this when they've just been promoted. Absolutely. And I don't understand why that fan, who of course has got right to air his opinion because he's bought a ticket and stuff, but it just seems completely counterproductive. Mm. Why you would not do that? Yeah, but, but that's. But the, then that, uh, what I would argue is it's a similar sort of situation like the Pardew thing. You, you watch a team oh, week God, in week out. Rest. Shut up, Jim. <laughs> uh, you, you watch a team week in week out, and like. You, you, you don't spend as much time uh, watching uh, you know Leicester uh, as Leicester fans, and you, yeah. and there must be something that they see in in, in Pearson's uh, game plans that they just don't have any. Um, they don't have as much um, joy when they watch him uh, sort of lay, lay up lay up a team. Yeah, but I feel I feel um, that far too often, in my in my opinion, um, being a football fan. Is just becomes a, a excuse for just some pretty appalling behaviour. Oh god, yeah, yeah behaviour you would never agree. ever think about all, even conducting outside of a football ground and, or outside of your group of football supporters. And the argument friends. and the argument that, that, that everyone's sort of having with Pearson is that he shouldn't have said something back. I don't have a massive problem. With yeah, no, no, I, I also was, absolutely love that he didn't apologise yep. when Preston <laughs> because yeah. he's got his right to reply. Of course he has. And I really I don't know if this Leicester fan did this. So you know he probably didn't. It's unfair to tie him with that brush. But you do get fans who, if a manager has a pop-back, they, they're furious about it. Yeah. They feel aggrieved in some way, as if this terrible tragedy has befallen them. And it hasn't. You've, no, exactly. you're, a, you're a grown human being. You've got it's to deal the, with know, the consequences it, of it, your own it, actions. It's not like somebody attacking a ball boy. Or it's yeah. not like... You know, it's, mm. it's not like that man uh, shouting at the Man City manager, calling him a old yeah, thingy, yeah. Exactly. You know, but like, when 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 that was not called for, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's nowhere near as funny as that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like, uh, uh, it's it's two men having a disagreement about one but, man's performance. But also, mm. it's personal. He's not shouted, "Oh, he put." Nugent on or something yeah. or he's not said stop playing that formation or whatever he's called him an effing twat mm. I mean, that's just piss poor what's the fan expecting to get Pearson's going to go you know what I am a twat yeah. I'll, just, I'll leave now yeah. Yeah. someone else can do this job <laughs> that, that said I've, I've always hated fuck off and die as, a, as an insult yeah, yeah, and die so, oh, yeah, you just said you didn't have a massive problem with what he said back to him no, no I, mean, I know I mean, I mean, what Pearson said back the spirit of was said yes. rather than the actual I don't like that insult it's, um, it's, um, it's the uh, insult equivalent of going you've got too much time on your hands mate piss off yeah, right. What get, have you done wait, with your life? Get a life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you're right, Peter. You're absolutely smart. What on. would you have said back, Max? And you, you can tell Nigel Pearson that his insults <laughs> need to be better. Yeah, he yeah. needs to work on it. I did love it, actually, when Jim. And his defence. And his defence. Uh, when uh, he did ref- refuse to apologise. Nobody challenged him on it. No. And he was ready to be he would challenged. beat them to death <laughs> well, like think, a pack of Bulgarian dogs. But I think what <laughs> Nigel Pearson said in his quote, I've got it here because Marcus kindly put it in the running order. Thanks. It's actually perfectly reasonable. So I replied to one idiot in the stands, and if he doesn't like what he sees, <laughs> I love it, he's got another dig in. Yeah. <laughs> if the fans can't see the players are having a proper go, maybe they need to stay at home. This is not a case of like a really. I guess what I'm trying to get at is it's not a case of a really. With due respect to Leicester, massive team expected to change for major honours yeah. who, who are a bunch of overpaid prima donnas. Like, so maybe Spurs have been recently. This is a bunch of, of pretty, uh, as far as I can see, pretty honest, hard-working pros doing their best against Liverpool, a giant of the game, in a type of game that actually... If you're a fan of a club at Leicester, and I know this being a fan of a similar size club, when we were in the Premier League, I was delighted to see our team playing against teams like that. Mm. And I didn't think for one moment that the players weren't trying or that um, the manager wasn't doing his best, because of course I thought he was. I don't think you can level that stuff at Pearson. So to me, it just seems like it's been blown out of proportion because some idiot fan, and he is an idiot, has, has insulted someone personally and been insulted personally back. I mean, if you're going to complain about that, then you shouldn't really be at football. Mm. Because what do players and, and managers have to put up with all the time? I think that it's part of 
of a wider debate about how oh, well, players feel uh, separate, fans feel separate from the game now. Players don't really engage with the fans. Well, because most of the time they get a shitload of abuse all the time, yeah. just because they're wealthy or they're good at what they do, and they sp- spend their Saturday afternoon which is getting personally insulted over and over again. Yeah. The moment and then those same back, people, people complain. Yeah, and then those same people go home and do it on Twitter. Yeah, right. So it's just it's wherever they turn. Yeah. I mean, the bigger crime, whoever was filming that, didn't know that insult was coming back. So I think why why you sat stood there filming the match. Yeah. Why are you filming Nigel Pearson? Uh, Joyless yeah. individuals. Could it not have been that his mate was like, film it, I'm going to shout at him? No, because it felt like the, the shout was quite far away from when the, where yeah. it was being filmed. Oh, was yeah. it? Okay, right, fair enough. I'm not having it. Don't well, stop filming it. Yeah. Do you remember when we went to... You had one picture a game. <laughs> Do you remember when we went to England, Sweden in and Euro Pearson 2012? And Pearson should enforce that. Yeah. And yeah. the three of us were sat together, Luke and Lord Ramble were elsewhere, uh-huh. and the guy in front of us Cheap l- filmed the whole match. He oh, watched yeah. it through his through his camera. I think mm. he was a local bloke, wasn't he? Insane. A local bloke. Well, it wasn't a woman. Was he a bloke? <laughs> <laughs> right then, enough Leicester chat. Let's have some Arsenal chat. <sighs> they would be. We never have enough no, of that. Can we breeze through this? <laughs> yeah. This is the same uh, shit every yeah, time. Yeah, Pete, can you just cut <laughs> cut the Arsenal section from any other show we've ever done <laughs> and just put that in? And one week we might as well actually do that. Hang on, we got to mention Peter Crouch doing a Cristiano Ronaldo celebration yeah, and good. then tweeting it later. Yeah, yeah. He's trying well, to he obviously wasn't going to tweet jo- it at the same John time. Was, John Walters was on Five Live um, after that game, and he said that Peter Crouch has got a better uh, six pack than Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to see more Tony Polster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, just to do it briefly, obviously, <laughs> Wenger, he needs some little messiahs himself. Some yeah, of those players have yeah, got to step stop up having there. to go to Wenger. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll always win those games. And, uh. They had a bust that once, <laughs> didn't they, those two? At Pete Donaldson. Yeah, they did. Um, that happens a lot with, with pards, doesn't it? And Wenger, to be fair. Now, Giroud's got to be burying the chance he had earlier on. Um, just so many players there, pretty much all of them, apart from uh, Alexis Sanchez. Sanchez had to step up to the point we might as well clone him have some Alexi um, which would be be grand Um, I thought Chambers first yellow was harsh he was Basically, that was a very unlucky sending off, I think. And he's, also, he's still got that in his game, though, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. He's, well, I mean, he's a 19-year-old. He yeah. can't be covering three positions <laughs> sometimes in the same game. Pele was 17 kind of, when he won the World Cup, mate. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, Pele was Pele, and, if, if and Chambers, Pele's now selling his hair and turning it into diamonds. So that he, shows how bad it can be. He's very ill. Recently, yeah, if, Chambers, if Chambers is going to show that sort of lo- shocking lack of ambition and not wanting to play three positions at once, maybe it's not a club for him. <laughs> maybe it's to go back. Phil to never used to play three positions yeah. at once. Indeed, but it's maddening because. You know, we kept a lot of clean sheets last season. Obviously, managing the defence into a cohesive unit is possible, but mm. um, just the personnel is is so thinly spread this time that it's it's ridiculous. Let's move on. It's, I, it's boring. I, I, We're I all bored of it. Good money on Arsenal season ticket just to see the adorable Santi Cazorla. I think he might be the most adorable footballer who has ever lived. He's yeah. always happy. He looks like a little chipmunk. He does. I love him. Theo Walcott is as well. I think. No, he's too. He's too clever. I think. Santi Cazorla genuinely looks like there's not a, a, a harsh bone in his body. He'd never ask for a move, for example, I don't think. In we'll another see, life, we'll he see. would be like another love, a, a delightful little woodland animal. Yeah, yeah. he would. Little squirrel. Yeah. Mm. Um, let's go to the championship. Very briefly, Bolton, not doing too well this season, might turn to two older heads to help them out. Because Idaka Johnson's already training there, and I'm sure many people will know that. So now is big Emil Heskey. Mm. Big Hesk! But hasn't, um, you must be delighted with that. Oh, of course. Isn't yeah. he uh, not, not the only one to take up the option? Which gives Redknapp a chance to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. Imagine that! Heskey back in the Prem! 
They would have Heskey and Defoe. Oh, how old is Ali Johnson? I always just sort of He's think... quite old, but to be fair to Heskey, he's only 36. I mean, that's not ridiculous. No. He's been playing in the Australian League, which will be a bit off the pace of the Championship. I think you're forgetting his nine league goals at Aston Villa <laughs> <laughs> over a period of about like four seasons. <laughs> I mean, how I... is that going to translate to in the Championship, you know? <laughs> You're absolutely right. I had forgot about Would that. Would you be interested, Marcus, in yeah. a little bit of Darius Vassalfe? You know what, if I remember hard enough, I could probably remember all knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon that you'd like to see Vassal in there? Darius Vassal? All of them. Oh, yeah. great. oh, I'd like to see the band get back together. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Neil Leonard, yeah, he said they're close to finalising a deal with Big Hesk. Um, he said he'd love to rejoin Leicester City. He works for the Yeah, club. and Pearson was like, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Pearson was like, he does a great job uh, for an ambassador. Maybe at, that's at what Pearson that's what was talking to in the crowd at Boss, put me on for ten. Fuck off and die. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was it. My but, legs have already started doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! FA Cup, that's been happening as well. Hartlepool, big local Donaldson. derby. No, no fights on the telly. Whenever Hartlepool play it in, and it's on it's Sky, you weren't there. Yeah, nice to see the, the, a big tall ship behind them in the marina. Alan Shearer's nice. there. His Parker jacket. That was incredible, wasn't that was it? Something what? Else, no. That was something else. Blue's not it? his colour. <laughs> Blythe Spartans are in the third round of the FA Cup. That is fantastic. They've done that a few times, haven't they? they? They've, yeah, well, we mentioned quite... the other week that uh, Spartans in Scotland. Yeah. Were, I, I were, want to get uh, a, were, the were first there. half. Hartlepool was just you know it was cl- quite clearly going to be a Hartlepool win. I went, oh, I'll just pop in the shower. Ten minutes in, what the? F- <laughs> why they, have they lost three players? What's uh, happening? Yeah. And uh, mind you, Marlon Howard's it was definitely a goal. That's a goal. Yeah, like it's a funny one, isn't it, it? No, it was definitely a goal, Jim. Jim, look at it. Have another <laughs> no, look at it, Jim. No, but was there was an angle where it didn't look like it was, but there's, what, what, but there's one where it obviously <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> well, then if we're going 50-50. Yeah. 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 Um, um, the f- I think the strangest thing that I found in that game was, was Phil Neville's commentary. I, I've realised what it is <laughs> that I find slightly unnerving about it. He, he kind of whispers. Have you noticed this? You'll sort of go, oh, that's a real bad mistake from the left back. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Speak. No, yeah, but do you think does. he's doing an Attenborough style? And yeah. you see here the wing <laughs> taking on the fullback. Typical, typical, like, um, alpha, sort of a beta male, because I've got an alpha male brother scenario. Yeah. Just, I don't want to upset the apple cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like him. Hartlepool manager uh, instantly goes after that match. <laughs> good. Oh, good. Don't laugh. I wasn't laughing, you I'm, laughed. That wasn't me. Well, you talk- <laughs> Listeners can't possibly tell that was me. Um, Rivers with a lovely with a lovely last-minute win, a massive pile-on. Mm. You'd expect that. And that's a glorious pile-on. It's the sort of occasion that a pile-on is designed for. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want a uh, up-to-the-minute um, FA Cup draw? No. Nope. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Oh, go on then. Doncaster versus Bristol City, Preston versus Norwich, Accrington or Yeovil versus Manchester United. Oh, potential banana skin. Mm, QPR versus Sheffield United, Barnsley or Chester versus Middlesbrough, Chelsea versus Watford, Cambridge or Mansfield versus Bury or Luton, Everton versus West Ham, the all Premiership tie, uh, Scunthorpe or Worcester versus Chesterfield, Leicester City versus Newcastle United. Pete, are you doing a new voiceover show reel? <laughs> <laughs> Fulham versus Wolves. <laughs> Brentford versus Brighton and Hove Albion. Derby County versus St- uh, Southport. Shit. <laughs> Millwall versus Bradford City. Burnley versus Tottenham Hotspur. Sunderland versus Leeds United. Bolton Wanderers versus Wigan United. Athletic, I mean. Wigan United? Shut up. Cardiff City versus Colchester United. Uh, Oxford Tranmere versus Swansea City. Huddersfield Town versus Reading. That was worse. That was worse than a Marky e. Smith did yeah. the, uh, oh. the results. Oh. Yeah, because that was brilliant. Yeah, true. And also, Arsenal host Hull. Uh, uh, Villa Blackpool. Potential West banana skin. Yeah. Like the final mm. last I, I, year. I just want to know who Blythe Spartans have got. <laughs> yeah, and Dover Athletic. I didn't Man hear City, that one. Man City, Sheffield Wednesday. 
uh, well, Forrester we'll, playing uh, Aldershot. I don't know if we should keep this feature. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Blythe Spartan versus Birmingham City. Oh, oh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good. Who are the ones? Who Dover Athletic beating Cheltenham Town. Nice goal from Ezam. Ezam. Essam, uh, Essam, yeah, yeah, like Kasabian. Oh, I don't you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sport speaking of Kasabian, Peter, Peter Crouch. He was spotted crowd surfing at a Kasabian gig, wasn't <laughs> it? The day, oh, yeah, Jesus. someone filmed it. Goodness, what was the day? It was a night that he scored the goal to beat Arsenal. Yeah, uh, Dover Athletic are playing Crystal Palace at home. Oh, oh nice. I tell you, glamour stuff, glamour stuff. Yeah, Worcester City. Worcester sauce. It's been, some, it's been a hell of a couple of weeks for Worcester City because that was the side that that guy scored that amazing Rabona goal for me, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, mm. yeah. And so that now, they've, now they've managed to get a, a draw against uh, Scunthorpe, yeah. League One Scunthorpe. Carl Healy, the uh, Worcester City manager, his comment after the game was it's just packed full of non league beautiful stuff. Go on, go for it. It's uh, always said today, right? So it's a good start. Always said today was to have no regrets and do ourselves justice. Yeah, we thoroughly deserve the second bite of the cherry. We have a fighting chance. I am delighted for the boys and the fans. They're a great bunch. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like that was written by a, like a robot, <laughs> it's like a generator, yeah. like a magic quote generator machine. <laughs> it's class. How's it class? Uh, right then, before we leave the United Kingdom, we're going to go to the Irish Premiership. Mm, that mm. is really in the United Kingdom. Well, it, it? is because it's Northern yeah. Ireland. Okay. Fair mm. Um. Coleraine to Cliftonville nil. I was bloody there. That's right, Northern Ireland peoples. It was a brilliant game. Uh, Coleraine, they beat the current champs. And and most importantly, they kept out Cliftonville star striker Joe Gormley, nicknamed Joe the Goal. It doesn't really work in in, in an English accent, Joe Joe the Goal. Goal, If it's Joe the Goal, what's his his, uh, record like? Why does it work in a Swedish accent? (laughs) Don't take the... Right, that's enough of that, Jim. You've, you've <laughs> angered me. Oof. <laughs> that's my pardu, that is. <laughs> um, uh, he, I think he scored 11 goals in November. Okay, And I think he may be, uh, this is according to his Wikipedia, so forgive me if that's wrong, uh, the only player in Cliftonville's history to score 30-plus goals in two different seasons. They picked him up when he was playing uh, in a, a league below the Irish Premiership, not sure which one, when he got 61 in a season. Mm. Wow. <laughs> they feel I'll have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the option. Yeah, big Joe the goal. But uh, Doherty, if you're listening, Doherty, the goalkeeper for Coleraine, you were magnificent. Two genuine world-class saves. Yeah, it was a good game. Oh, it was Marvelous. Good atmosphere. Stuff. Do you know what? It was. It, it was. What well, I loved it. There was. I don't know how many fans there were. Maybe eight hundred, a thousand, something like that. Two stands. Um, the stands behind the goals have obviously got. They've got covers, but they're standing. And then there's one uh, along the, the length of the pitch. There's a, there's a seating stand with with a roof, and there's one without mm. standing without roof. It's raining. There's people still stood in the rain, not sitting down. And you can imagine people will be like, "We've been here generations." Yeah. <laughs> you know? Passion for the game is uh, passion for the game. Exactly. There was a nice insult uh, that I heard. Some Somebody just simply said when the one of the Coleraine wingers, number twenty two, quite a handy player. Uh, but he fluffed the cross and all I was like, Stupid man <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Great. Nice. <laughs> so well done, Northern Ireland. Lovely stuff. Um, the heroes of Coleraine march on um, let's go to a lesser league called La Liga um, uh, <laughs> just the usuals here Real Madrid uh, their, their 18th straight win did um, Ronaldo score a hat-trick Matt, yeah, that, that, sorry, the a turn up eight, yeah, <laughs> so did Messi uh, the 18th straight win it matches uh, the record set by Frank Rijkaard's Barcelona between October 2005 and January 2006 a lot of people forget Frank Rijkaard mm. what an important man he mm. is in Barcelona set a lot of the foundations yeah, yeah. and it, a very interesting career managerial career Frank Rijkaard he got sacked by the, the Dutch club just before he got the Barcelona job. Then gets that job, 
Um, and then afterwards, I think he was sacked by, ooh, was it Galatasaray in Turkey? Yeah, or certainly so. a Turkish club. And then he was in charge of Saudi Arabia and got sacked. It's just really weird how yeah. he just did not very much. Sort of. Took Holland, uh, the, the, the Dutch to the semi-final of Euro 2000 mm. when they, I mean, it, they probably should have reached the final, certainly, yeah. in that Italy game. But also, I mean... But that golden think, period! Yeah, but Guardiola's Barcelona mask how good his team were. That, yeah. When Ronaldinho was in his pomp, yeah. and, you know, he had Eto and Deco and a lot of really, yeah. really great players in there. Mm. It's, you're right, it's such a strange that's one. What, I wonder that's if he'll sort of rise again. That's what Guardiola had, had to do, wasn't it? He had to come in and clear out a lot of those egos. Well, yeah, by the yeah. time he took over, yeah, it was a little bit different. But we're slightly getting off the point there, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, his 23rd La Liga hat-trick, which of course is a new record, his 200th goal in the Spanish league, was scored as well. And then in uh, the Barcelona derby, they beat Espanyol 5-1. Espanyol 1-0 up, didn't they? They did. Yes, yeah, I always feel sorry for Espanyol. Yeah, oh, if you go to Barcelona and go to like a club shop is like oh, no. just in yeah. the city centre or whatever. Is there, is there walls an- and walls of Barcelona stuff and like one little corner of Espanol stuff in it? Is there another club in the world that are as dwarfed by their rivals? Mm. Southampton, Hibs. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away. Uh, uh, Newcastle yeah. B. Um, but yeah, so, um, Messi t- four hundred and two. Yeah. So uh, do, do we Includes- know how many hat tricks Messi's on? He's surely going to want to try and get that off Ronaldo. He's less he? than twenty three in La Liga. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but I would suppose he's got um, a couple of years on him as well. He'll probably nab that eventually. You would with, imagine with a little so. wink. He'll yeah. love that. And Suarez. It's interesting that he's not. A- in amongst the goals, he set one of Messi's up. I don't know if he got another assist in the game. Maybe he did, but yeah, he's not, he's he's not, not really scoring for them. Yeah, he's having a good time. Is he going to get a loan move back to Liverpool? <laughs> Can we see that something? Yeah, that'd be nice. He'll bite someone. In. Barcelona, though, they're going to have a hooped kit uh, for next season. Mm. Hooped style kit for the first time. Yeah, in this is the real stuff, isn't history, it? Let's yeah. not talk about the actual football. Let's brush over Suarez and go straight to the hoops. Uh, all right, go on then. I've done it now. Would you yeah. like to see Suarez in hoops? Yes. Because Redknapp would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the need is for the hoops, personally. It's just being controversial, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Signing Suarez and then getting the hoops. Very controversial yeah. days at Barcelona, mm. Pete. Mm. Not that you care. Well, like You're a bite, more in- a bite mark is like a hoop, isn't it? You're more interested. <laughs> talking about former Liverpool players, or current ones, actually, I- Iago Aspas, on loan at Sevilla from Liverpool, scored a four-minute hat-trick. Busy. Another yeah. hat-trick. And, and I remember you talking about Robbie Fowler's five-minute hat-trick. Yeah, that's right. I mean, so pretty amazing. His record's gone. Yeah. I-, I think that, um, yeah, it always reminds me that, obviously, Aspas didn't settle in at Liverpool and he, he, he didn't fancy it or something didn't work out for him. But it always just makes me think about Rodgers' record in the transfer market. It's awful, it's isn't absolutely it? absolutely dreadful. <laughs> I mean, Sturridge and Coutinho aside, it is dreadful. Yeah. yeah. Markovic cost them 20 million. Yeah. He's young, I suppose. I know, yeah, but still, like, I hadn't realised he'd gone for that much money. It was very much, yeah, very very big amount, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was early days, he may get uh, bed in better, but... Yikes. Should we go to Romania, Storybook Arrest update, or... Yep. Or the team formerly known as Storybook Arrest? Yeah, this is crazy. Incredible. Are they just going to be a symbol now? I That'd think... Be good. I love that. Like Prince. Prince. With Prince yeah. as manager. Yeah, and the... Um, the logo will just be on their cheeks. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they won at the weekend, but um, they've temporarily lost their name, at least. Not just the name, the emblem and the colours. They were, they were founded in 1947 as an army team, uh, but had their registration cancelled by the Romanian courts last week after losing a battle with Romania's defence ministry over their trademark. What which kind is, of trademark is army? Yeah, <laughs> yeah which weird. is a strange paragraph. Um, the the defence ministry say the club have used the Stoyer brand illegally since but 2004. They, I could, think. they couldn't even use their name on, during the game didn't they no. have to call themselves hosts yeah and Instead. they were introduced as the uh, the champions of Romania or something like that wow. the current champions or something yeah. like that <laughs> when they, they turned out in yellow not their famous red and blue and without an emblem surely mm. they could keep the same colours well yeah I think that's a bit 
Is, I the, is, is the Romanian defence coffer so light? They just need. I just, we just want a few more missiles. Just buy a few more missiles <laughs> yeah. and you can keep the name. Yeah, it's crazy. We just want your revenues for a couple of months. Do you think yeah. this is a punishment for Bacali for bad behaviour in prison? It like, must right, be. what can we do to really, really mess with the this Reuters guy? article? Said that the you know Bacali and there's another chap who was involved with the club were in prison for abuse of power. This mm. is, I mean, really though, abusing I mean, power. Joking aside, this this is an illustrious team. It's yeah, oh, yeah. Won, won the European, European Cup. Cup. Yeah. Do they the not have the longest unbeaten run? We talk about unbeaten runs in in, in European football history. Or something. Was it 107? That rings a bell. Yeah, something ridiculous. But they won the they won the European Cup. I think it was in '86, wasn't it? And, I think and, you're right. And um, that's, this is this shouldn't, shouldn't be allowed to happen. It's no. a national institution that that club. Mm. You wonder what the issue is suddenly. Yeah. Why ten years on? Mm. Is well, it a problem? And what what changed in the first place? Yeah, I mean, if a, you know an agreement can be reached, of course, then then it'll be back to normal. The club have made a deal so they can use their name for the upcoming Europa League match. They probably think, oh, well, let's let's make sure for the European game we get it sorted. Otherwise, people outside the country might know about it. I'm <laughs> sure there's some sort of UEFA rule though that they have to adhere to. Yeah, for that. That's yeah, probably maybe. what that is. Yeah, I'd imagine so. I'd imagine Bloody so. Weird. Fat cats. <laughs> uh, should we talk about um, Major League Soccer? Yeah. yeah. LA Galaxy 2, New England Revolution 1. Landon yep. Donovan, in his last match, won a record sixth MLS Cup. And Robbie Keane got the winner in yeah. extra time. What a sentence! Brilliant. Yeah. So, brilliant. so apparently Robbie Keane's got a little bit of criticism for not letting because um, Robbie Keane was captain, but he, yeah. they were, everyone thought he was going to let Landon Donovan in his final game lift the trophy, but he yeah. didn't. He just yeah. nipped and ended it himself, and um, people were critical of him for that. He supported LA Galaxy since a boy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The Galaxy won the record fifth MLS Cup. New England have lost five MLS Cup oh, finals. They also have <laughs> Teal Bunbury in their team. I love that guy's name. That's good. That isn't is it? a wonderful I MLS. I name. don't think any sort of like uh, certain English supporter will ever understand like the MLS system because there's like 10 teams from the league mm. going to the cup it's like yeah. what was the point in the league bit then because it's so it? massive isn't well, it it's like, been... a, it's like a European qualifying it's just like situation. a playoff situation but they have a lot of other sports no 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 it's, no, it's like, like 10 teams play in the cup from different sides yeah I know I know. there's the east and the west but yeah. then it, but there's 10 teams that go into the actual thing and the other 9 teams out of the league just don't get involved it's like it's yeah. really weird it just completely invalidates the league system well that'll teach them for being crap but isn't the, isn't the league system not, not, not the system I'm like, saying if you don't qualify it's not like a one match, though, is it? It's, it's a, like a, it's, it's like a, no. But this, the league beforehand decides the seedings for the for next stage, doesn't it? Yeah, you're teaching for having a bad season. Just, weird. Then you miss out on a lot of football, mm. and then your fans can mm. start getting on your backs. But I mean, I suppose American sports are well used to the sort of postseason mm. type yeah. on the draft. Yeah, Robbie Keaton, most valuable player in MLS for. 2014. A man in a photograph with uh, David Beckham was uh, listed as uh, and fan. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> and LA Galaxy that. fan. Mm. Do you know what Keane said on the, on the back of that? He said, I'm not here for a holiday. Yeah, well, tell you what, no. you can have a holiday now, you've earned it. There yeah. we go. Mm. There we go. Now it's time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. It is time for Pete's Mystery Boy- Voice Game. If uh, Mystery Boys Game, hello. <laughs> um, if you, Mystery Boys. That would be good. Um, Today's Mystery Boy is Alan Fargin. <laughs> <laughs> There's no mystery about that man. He's very blunt. Yeah. Uh, right, this was the uh, Mystery Voice from last week. Of course, you can lose a game, but you also can win a game. And I like this, this uh, special feeling. If you know who that is, here it is again. Of course, you can lose a game, but you also can win a game, and I like this this uh, special feeling. Yeah, a lot of people went for some weird choices. We had Barry Venison, Alan Kimball. <laughs> uh, 
Macaulay Culkin, Mike Tyson. <laughs> no, it Mike is nearly Tyson. Christmas. Very confusing. Uh, Jens Lehrman, Margaret Thatcher. I mean, uh, Sean Dyche, <laughs> definitely not Sean Dyche. <laughs> it, was, it was a fairly feminine voice. It was a woman's voice, so uh, that, that's why a lot of people got that's it very wrong. That's why it's not Sean Dyche. So who would have thought, though, who would have thought uh, so far at the stage of this game that Margaret Thatcher would have been the best guest <laughs> yeah. so far? Uh, Helena Costa, now Pierre at Sundhage. Uh, we had a young Mourinho. Robert Marat, hang your head, sir. Just uh, Mourinho? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These people got it right. Uh, Rowan Gover, uh, Tim Finger. Good I mean, name. I mean, another fine name. Uh, can he be a friend of the Ramble? T- like, I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say name can, alone. Can Tim Finger be a friend of Tom Thumb? <laughs> uh, <Dan laughs> Finger of the Dan, Ramble. Dan Renshaw, uh, Callum Einman, um, Alastair. Thank you, Alastair. Richard Ward, uh, Glyn House. Two in a row. He says uh, Fidalgo Miguel, uh, Michael Wood, Philippa Booth, and that's about it. You all correctly uh, surmised that it was indeed the 36-year-old German international women's goalkeeper and captain Nadine Angerer. Well, so there we go. It's two impossible two. to get one past these, though, listeners. Yeah, it's mm. incredible, isn't it? Well I mean, it's a, she's a very well-known female footballer. But, yep. And this is this week's voice. The northeast region of Finland. And it's a place where nature is very strong. We have very strong seasons, very opposite seasons. If you know what that is, here it is again. The northeast region of Finland. And it's a place where nature is very strong. We have very strong seasons, very opposite seasons. Email me, voice at thefootballramble.com. Late night love. Mm. Late night love links. Good. Uh, we got time for highlights of the week. I think we do. Mm. Hi, guys. Um, there's the highlights of the week, as said to us by our lovely You listeners. always approach this in a kind of lackadaisical way. You go, Hi, guys. I'm glad you pointed I, I, that I out. Think, I think you should go full pelt, because the yeah. listeners... Yeah. Should we do it again? Us a They're effectively Let's doing go. your job here. Right, Let's give up, them some give credit. A, give, give him another run-up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for your highlights of the week with Luke Aaron Moore. Fucking yes! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Highlights of the week, you fucking wankers. Start with your catchphrases. Here Good. we go. <laughs> Boom! Highlights of the week in the building. Yeah. Right. First up is Johnny Tulip. <laughs> Johnny Tulip. <laughs> That's Valentin Finger. <laughs> Yeah. I see your Tim Finger. Oh, God. And I raise your Johnny Hide your disdain. You were doing so well. Jesus. They're playing some lovely stuff. Johnny Tulip is playing some lovely stuff. He says, my highlight of the, is the headline in the Bolton News this week. Heskey tells Wanderers, I'm not done yet. Yeah, uh, yeah, nice, nice. Hashtag get him on the plane. Yeah. Hashtag dare to Emil. <laughs> um, Jack Hosker, something we just touched on. Peter Crouch celebrating Stokes' win by crowd surfing at a Kasabian gig. Yeah. I think Peter Crouch is actually quite an underrated good bloke. I think so. He seems like he's quite, quite a funny character. But then, but then the crouch eating his natural story, I can't really get on my head. Which one's it's annoying. Yeah, but what one? He could have been like he was taking the piss. What natural yeah. story? Yeah. You know, no, Crouch is having his nachos. When I don't fans really, um, I talk to him. Yeah, he was like, he was, yeah. 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 Um, um, could be apocryphal. James Quinn says, Robbie Keane scoring a fairy tale extra time winner to clinch the MLS Cup for his boys at <laughs> club. There we are. Um, One step ahead of them this week, I think. Dave Shaw, which I think is a reference to Arsene Wenger, which we didn't touch on when we talked about Arsenal earlier. He says, grown men booing a 65-year-old man getting on a train. Yeah, yeah. That so, was pathetic. Yeah, that was awful. We covered that with the Pearson thing. It's so same, th- these same are climbing. highlights and lowlights of the week. Yeah, then. exactly, yeah. Um, Ed Marshall says, quite honestly, beeping my horn in my car in delight at Cissé's second despite having no feelings towards Chelsea or Newcastle <laughs> just because how annoyed I know Pete would be getting oh. again get your tweets in every yeah, Saturday yeah, get yeah, them yeah, in yeah, yeah. I don't like it my <laughs> missus had no idea why I was so happy we'd just come home from her aunt's funeral <laughs> maybe not the best timing I agree wow. with you Ed that yeah. was not the best timing oh, yeah you've come off worse are you 
<laughs> Will Donovan says, uh, my highlight of the week is I beat Dagenham and Redbridge manager Wayne Burnett in a five-kilometre fun run where everyone was dressed as Santa. Nice. Yeah. That's actually a genuinely good yeah, highlight. Yeah, it's nice. Um, Thomas Black has to be hearts becoming the only unbeaten side in the UK. There Hashtag Gorgie boys. Um, Bob Dunn, low light of the week for me, visiting my in-laws in Derby and being told by my wife that her dad doesn't have BT Sport. <laughs> so we went out shopping in downtown Derby instead. Got back about half two to find our dad watching BT Sport, declaring I missed the cracking game. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, divorce papers are on the way. Yeah. Uh, Michael Willoughby chops in at the end with a big shop update. Oh, yeah, he okay. says, My wife and I decided to take a big shop each and do them separately. She oh, did the Christmas ooh. shopping and I did the general food shop. Hmm. Felt this was a sensible strategy. Yep. Hashtag big shop double bill. Nice. nice. Did she go on with a uh, bag full of nuts? That is the main thing. Let nuts. us know, Mike. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah, there we are. My art of the week was uh, Robert Prozanecki being named Azerbaijan manager. Nice, Good fighting man. off competition from Roberto Mancini, Martin Yacht, and Slavin Bilic. I know, wow. I choose. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Oh, is Felix Magat been linked with the Bosnia job? Oh, hopefully. Yeah, I think he has. I'm not sure if he's been announced, but he's certainly been linked with it. Yeah, they started badly, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to end badly. What these, what, I like the idea of them appointing Felix Magat because Bosnia <laughs> started the uh, the qualifying campaign so badly. Yeah. The president or the, the board in, in Bosnia just got so annoyed they've just gone, yeah. what this lot fucking needs? A load of fucking <laughs> marathons up hills. Give him that. Get Magat in. Yeah. Put the Penfold sign up. That's it. That's it. Uh, well, I think that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Um, I did uh, oh. my highlight of the week uh, was uh, a game in Cyprus which was interrupted by a goat. Ah, oh, nice. Would, just wouldn't leave. Lovely. Yay. Yeah, we just <laughs> caught the guy flushing the mush. <laughs> Is that Clark Carlisle? That's Clark Carlisle. <laughs> Top man. Mm. Uh, was that reference to the Cypriot goat? Yes, we can only speculate. Mm. No doubt Absolute Radio did commentary on that game. Which game are they going to commentate on this weekend? I'll tell you in a second if my phone doesn't start bloody freezing, uh-huh. honestly. Well, I'll this tell them expensive. how you, you can get in touch with us then. The email is show at thefootballramble.com. The uh, website is thefootballramble.com. Uh, and Twittles, we're uh, at Football Ramble. And, of course, Pete is at Pete Donaldson. Um, uh, and uh, Facebook, we're on Facebook. We're all over it. If but you just can get your head in it, as a defender, you should. We ask questions after. <laughs> it's more Clark Carlisle. You're on a roll today, aren't you? <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Uh, soup in a roll at half time. It's got me going. Oh, shut up, Clark. <laughs> um, Pete, every Saturday afternoon on Absolute Radio, you can indeed hear live and exclusive Barclays Premier League commentary. Uh, this Saturday, we're going to be heading to the home of the Premier League leaders, Clark Carlisle and John Champion, live from Stamford Bridge for Chelsea versus Hull. There we are. There we go. That's so, that question answered. Yeah, so I mean, feel free to tweet if, like, Hull win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need to tweet at Pete. You can just, he checks the um, the Pardew hashtags everywhere. Hashtag Pardew out. Hashtag Pardiola. Hasn't <laughs> really taken me much time to get through them this weekend. It's annoying. <laughs> uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Um, oh, big thanks to all our Facebook fans. 40,000 likes on Facebook. I was very chuffed oh, about that. Wow. So well done. Thanks Lovely to you. Lovely job. Goodbye. Uh huh. And say goodbye, Pete. Oh, this is your biggest fear. Gus Poyer will be absolutely bricking himself now. And goodbye from me. Yeah, you're, you've got a very um, uh, sort of a phys- physically impressive penis. Like John described I'm it. I'll put a... that at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. St- still recording, Luke. But keep Good. it a mystery as to whose penis I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Okay. No, okay. Cheers, Luke. Cheers, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> uh, 